Hello, everyone. We're back. We are. We are back. Uh, we thought we'd record a little quick preview, mm. pre, like pre-intro to the intro to this episode and to the next sort of six episodes mm-hmm. because um, they were recorded in December slash early January of 2021 and they don't make a lot of sense contextually in terms of our banter mm. um, now in sort of October of 20. 22 so yeah don't say those words it's like nearly 12 months i know it's been it's been really something and we'll talk about it we will talk about it Mm -hmm. uh, when we catch up to current day episodes which is the playthings episode which will be released at some point some point at some i don't have dates uh but yeah just wanted to let you know that these were recorded quite some time ago (laughs) so if you're wondering why we're talking about squid game like it's brand new and interesting Mm -hmm. information why yeah it's uh not because we um we had a big old siesta for like 12 Mm. months and then woke up and went hello um it's not like you know 50 is it 50 dates like 50 first dates 50 first dates where it's like every day reset no Mm, no it's not one of those it's not one of those moments no No. um no the 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 longer story we'll share and play things but the very short quick story is that i had my baby Mm -hmm. quite a lot earlier than i thought i was going to have her and that just kind of threw our plans awry. Yep. And they've stayed awry for some time now. But we're back. We're back. We are. So enjoy this episode. Um, and yeah. We'll see you in the in, in play things. We'll or... see you in play things when we can you guys catch up to us and we catch up to you. Yeah. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are talking about Season 2, Episode 7, The Usual Suspects. So first things first, remember this podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Oh wait. Episode? Episode. I'm also, glad you remembered the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, but... This could be awkward. Um, remember this episode, Ooh. but funny story. Uh-oh. Funny story. So one of the characters, I guess Lady Act. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Carrie Fisher. Oh, can you imagine? I would have literally died. I was like, how? Is this the reason why I remember this? It's not plot twist, guys. No. No. It's Linda Blair. We'll get there in a sec. Yeah, we'll get there in a sec. Megan will go into, yes. you know, her IM- IMBD. Is that it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was like, this bitch. Is she I- the Star Wars chick? Is she that girl? Oh, right. Right. I thought you meant before watching it, you were like, I think Carrie Fisher is in this. You mean you saw this person in the real world and thought this was Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, incorrect information, guys. But I mean, I could would... you imagine? She would. Oh, could you? Her as a demon or some kind of like. Yes. Like God, goddess Carrie Fisher because yes. she is a real, you know, real goddess. But imagine her being in this show. Yes, I can imagine her. It would have been amazing. It would, would have been have amazing. Lost my goddamn mind. And it was just like, Carrie Fisher, just be you. Yes. The sass, the tone. Yes. Oh, I'm just hearing it and I'm just like, she could have been like, I don't know, a queen devil or something. I don't know, a queen something. Yeah. And just, oh, could, could you imagine? Like I'm, I'm, people can't see, but my hands are up in the air. Like, yeah. oh my god, could you imagine? That would have been an amazing get. But let's anyway. Not to, this isn't Carrie Fisher. It's I can't not Carrie Fisher. You thought this was Carrie Fisher looking at her, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll we'll move on from that. Yeah, move on, guys. Is move in on, fact on. Linda Blair, aka Regan from The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, so this is still a great I, get. Oh, still like a. I mean, it did make me go. 
I know, I know her. Why I know her, Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher? And then I, and then, and then I did do the IMBD after the episode. I went, oh yep. yes, there it is. I see the face. Yes, I'm seeing it now. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Mm. So Linda Blair, uh, from very famously from The Exorcist. Yep. I will say, as someone who doesn't like scary films, mm-hmm. um, if you haven't seen The Exorcist, I do recommend it. It's pretty confronting. It is very confronting. Um, but it's it's so well made and it's it really so interesting is. to see in the context of like being in, this, in the 70s at the very start of kind of this more like the Hayes Code was going out and yep. all of that stuff, like imagining seeing it in the cinema and like, because, you know, there's lots of stories of like people fainting and throwing up. Yeah, and, like, my parents saw it stuff. in the cinema. Is, oh, I think one of their like date, because mm-hmm. my parents did a lot of date movie. Yeah. Date movie. Date movie. That's a thing. Um, would go on dates to the movies. Yes. Because they were both movie buffs. And yeah, apparently in, because they saw it in Sydney, mm-hmm. there was a teenage girl that had to be taken mm-hmm. out by a stretcher. Mm-hmm. The movie had to stop because she fainted, but she fainted in the aisle. Yeah. Like full on katunk. Yeah. And I'm like, and so it was very controversial. And I remember watching this movie mm-hmm. as like a 14 year old thinking I was yep. so cool and going, I don't, not scary. Meanwhile, a year later, did see Jeepers Creepers fucking scared the shit out of me. Jeepers yep. fucking Creepers scared me. And now looking back, I'm like, that wasn't even that scary, but it's, a, it's the monster. It's the yeah, monster. Yeah. And it's, it's a- just because of like horror changing and like obviously. More thriller style. Yeah, like The Exorcist, you know, not long after that, we started getting into Nightmare on Elm Street and mm-hmm. the Halloween films and like yep. Wes Craven and all of that sort yep. of stuff was like after yep. this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Amityville Horror kind of like yeah. more of the. A chains, ch- t- Texas Chainsaw so Massacre, like, like, like a really yeah. like proper horror, what we see in modern day horror. Jason and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like Which I the- will never watch because I'm too scared. Hmm. But The Exorcist is really good. It is very scary in context. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very well made. Uh, William Friedkin is an amazing director. Mm. Um, and s- side note, there was a serial killer who was in the movie. <gasps> An alleged, yes! alleged serial killer. So Allegedly. Um, we, we say allegedly. So one of the... It, it, yeah, Google it. it. There's lots of information. I think there's a cracked article about it. Yeah, there is. I think it's like one of the... He's like a doctor or something, mm-hmm. like a psychologist. Yes. Um, and then plot twist, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it turns out he he um murdered people. Yeah. Um so yeah, so lots of fun. Lots of fun, fun there. But Linda Blair looking great, by the way. Oh yeah, she's looking stunning. great. Looking like a snake. Um this episode was directed by Mike Mike Roll and written by Catherine Humphreys. Um and we're really just back in a like classic monster of the week episode. Monster of the week. We, we we've gone through we some heavy. <laughs> and we, uh, as us as a podcast, we generally like to lean into like the comedy, mm-hmm. the, the comedy, the comedy, the comedy. Uh, we like to lean into the more fun, campy because mm-hmm. supernatural guys like there is some serious, obviously because we've just gone yes. through a serious period. But it's a camp. Like overall, I I say it's camp. Yeah, I would say that the, this, this season, because the the first season is campy in retrospect. Yeah, to in this... terms of like where we are today, I think it's campy. I don't think it was ever intended to be no. that way. Um, but we are coming up to for me on the episode where it become it self realizes how oh, yeah. its campiness and what it can do, and so. And that's the supernatural I in particular love yeah. is that sort of self-aware campiness. Yep. They're aware of their flaws. They're aware of their, um, you know, perfection, which yeah. is obviously Jared and Jensen. Um, yes. Because they are perfection. Yes. Andies. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. for me, this episode is a great episode because yes. it, it bring it hones back to what they know. Yeah. And I also love the flips that we get in this episode. Yes, it's really fun and it's really well written. It's mm-hmm. really well directed. Um, it's and thoroughly enjoyed sipping my coffee and eating my asahi bowl this morning with this. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like 
So this episode opens and we've got somebody in custody mm-hmm. in a police station. Mm-hmm. We don't get the reveal up front of who it is. Nope. Um, we're in Baltimore. We're in Baltimore. And every time they kept saying, oh, Baltimore Police Station or Baltimore something, uh-huh. I went straight to hairspray. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, because I'm that bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, Baltimore always makes me think of the first season of Serial because that's where Heyman Lee was murdered. Ah, of so, course. So that's yes. the, that for me is, is the connection. Also, before we get in, obviously this episode, The Usual Suspects, named after the movie The Usual mm-hmm. Suspects, mm-hmm. which I'm torn about recommending because it is a really good film, mm. um, but it does have Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah. So it really depends on kind of where you land with him. Yep. Um, and where you avoid. think you can I go with avoidance. Yeah. Whether it Which makes is a shame. Feel, yeah, because it, it, the, the episode, I don't want to give away the plot of The Usual Suspects in case you haven't seen it, in case you do actually want to watch it, because it is, like I said, it's, it's, it, it's still a really good film. Yeah. It's like, it's up to you about whether you, yeah. you'd watch it. Again, where not. you land. Yeah, where you land, where you land on that, where, you, where your comfort level is. There are a lot of plot elements in this that no. are mirroring mm-hmm. uh, Usual Suspects in that it's, yeah. you know, largely set in a police interrogation and it's like yep. about who the guilty party is, is and, and, and the flips and turns we have and how we get there yes have some parallels to the usual suspect yes and again this is also in context guys this season came out in like 2006 2007 yeah so of course pre pre-revelations yes thank you thank you nice word oh yes. yeah um so we open we have a police detective mm-hmm. um he is interrogating someone mm-hmm. um we're hearing about this person who has had credit card fraud charges um, you know, lots of little ones like breaking and entering, grave desecration. Um, and then it's the reveal of, uh, well, this isn't the first person that you've murdered. Um, so clearly they're in mm. custody because of being suspected of murder mm-hmm. and because they murdered someone in St. Louis. And then we've also got this parallel that's happening with a SWAT team going to arrest someone. And I will say, I feel like a SWAT team is overkill yeah. for the context. Like you probably wouldn't yeah. You don't have any indication that this is like a serial killer. No. Also, they're storming a motel. I'm pretty yes. sure you sneeze on one of those doors and it's going to crumble yeah. because there's no maintenance. Yeah. So are they, they've got like the, the timber, you know, like the timber. I'm feeling timber. No, the, you know, the pole that they mm-hmm. rate, like the, the rammer pole. Yep. The thing. Which is not made of timber. Yeah. I know. I always think it's made of timber. I know it's not. It's like <laughs> metal. No, it but has yeah, been like, made from timber since like Robin Hood met in tights, yeah. period. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> but yeah, it's made out of metal and they like obviously ram doors with it. Mm-hmm. And so we've got this whole thing where it's like they, they go in and they're arresting Sam with having this interrogation mm-hmm. and at the last minute they pull out and they're interrogating Dean. Dean. Um, obviously from open. his murder, quote unquote, yeah, from season sha- one. The shapeshifter episode. The shapeshifter. Uh, so shapeshifters, shapeshifter, shapeshifter, Yeah. So then, cold opening, and that is yes. it. Like, boom! I loved it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be a gem. And I really do like episodes like this, which over into kind of the consequences because mm-hmm. they are serial killers. Yep. Yep. From in, from, in, from the outside looking. Oh in. yeah. If you look at from the outside in, it's weird that they're. I mean, they're very attractive, as we cat discovered last week. Interesting. Listen to that. Listen to that episode. You will hear me melt. Yes, um, it's very funny. It's very funny. Um, so yeah, it's like they do break in. They like if you think they can break into anything, mm-hmm. and then they do things that aren't normal. Like mm-hmm. if you were just like riding past, jogging past the house, and mm-hmm. they're breaking in, and they're throwing salt, and then next thing you know, up in flames. Yeah, you're gonna think, what the fuck is that shit? And also, I'm gonna get myself out of the area and then call the authorities. Mm-hmm. 
And so now we've got Sam in an interrogation mm-hmm. room. We have the lovely Linda Blair playing Diana. Uh, Sam picks her immediately as the good cop. Yep. Um, and she's like, yeah, the bad cop's in with your brother. And they're trying to, she's trying to break him, you know, trying to get on his good side. Cause obviously like he, you know, she's like, you had a bad run in life, moved around a lot, but you yep. still got good grades. And Sam's on full sass level 100 oh, for yeah. this whole he's interview. A, yeah, this is great. He's also, so sassy and I love it. I love so sassy Sam. He's also so cute. Like, yes. I, I understand that I'm, again, John, I can't all that kind of crap, but like he mm-hmm. looks, he's just like, I'm not taking any of what you're saying, lady. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be disrespectful because that's not my, oh, my MO, mm-hmm. but I'm also here for the sass. I, I really appreciate it. And so she's trying to like, Get on his good side, get yeah, him to talk, in, you know. Yeah. Your brother's the one that was found at a crime scene at a murder. Yep. He's clearly been accused of murder previously. We've run his fingerprints mm. and has come back with a dozen possible hits. Yep, yep, which, yep. as Sam pointed out, is kind of useless because possible hits is not the same as confirmed which, hits. I love that. Like, he's he's giving him away some of his, like, intelligence. Yeah. And she's like, huh. And, yes, you would know that because she went to law school. Exactly. Like, boom, baby. And so they are trying to, you know, now they're trying to figure out how Dean faked his death in St. Louis, which we obviously know is yeah. because it was a sex a doll. Shape. Yes, it was a sex doll that was actually the murderer. And Dean is, of course, innocent. But, of course, from the outside looking in, that's definitely not what looks like to be the case. Nope. And so Sam starts spinning this yarn about coming into town because one of his dad's old buddies had yep. been had been killed. M- you know, killed and they're going to go to give mm-hmm. um condolences and obviously provide um, assistance with grief mm-hmm. for the widow. Yes. And so we get this whole story flipping between the story he's obviously giving and the real story of what yep. actually happened, um, that Dean has obviously found a case. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a really, <laughs> for me, a great nut line where Dean calls Sam Scully, obviously from the X-Files. Yes. And Sam's like, no, I'm not Scully, you're Scully. And Dean's like, no, I'm older. And I will say, Dean is Mulder. Scully oh, yeah, he's like, is you're 100%. the red-headed woman. And I'm like, oh. But to be more like accurate to Scully's personality, she's the researcher, she's mm-hmm. the scientist, she's the like yeah. sensible, clever one, yep. and Mulder and is the lunatic. And yeah. I would agree. Correct, res- like correct yeah. descriptions. Yeah. I also love that when he's just told Diana, he's like, yeah, we knew them quite well. They were family friends. Like you're getting mm-hmm. like this backstory. Then as you said, it cuts to the story, the real, like the truth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's this case. We don't know them. We don't know anything about them. It's mm-hmm. like, love this yeah and so you know we get the story that he's telling diana which is that they went and like consoled her and like were there to be a friend and obviously the real version is that they were insurance agents (laughs) doing an investigation which is obviously a lie yeah um and then (laughs) dean (laughs) dean obviously crossing a boundary of being like have you found anything weird have you like did anything strange strange happen (laughs) tell us about that and sam is just like <laughs> and then, uh, but I also really appreciated Jared's acting in this, where yeah. he's like looking pissed, and then he goes back to his like fake sad like face yeah. to her, <laughs> to the wife. It's fantastic. And then the wife is her name is Karen, mm-hmm. and the uh, the victim um, that they're trying to pin on Dean, his name is Tony. Yeah. And when they're the insurance agency uh, agents, try, you know, consoling, but also trying to like awkwardly get information about what's happening because mm-hmm. it's very. Because they're obviously they're going real ham to what they what they're trying to look for. Yeah, like they're obviously looking for clues about spooky ookie dookies. Yes. Um, and Karen is like, I don't know what you mean. Like you're mm-hmm. nuts. And I just love that Dean's like, oh, our insurance company are just very thorough. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous, but also 
very, I mean, they're pretty faces. They could say absolutely anything. Mm-hmm. And she is also, I do recognize the wife. She is mm-hmm. from something as well. Yes. Tell me. She's from another episode of Supernatural in like two years' time. I, was the, I think I was listening in something else. Okay. Uh, I can. I don't. I'm making Megan do the work again because I. I, tell. I know she's from another episode. Um, I know her face from some, but I know her face from other places. Probably Plotchus. I probably don't. I think she was in. A, I think she was in a horror movie. Let's find out. Um, she was in Once Upon a Time. She's <gasps> in. That's where I know she her was from. The Blue Fairy. Yes. Yes. I. That show went off the rails real quick. So that might be what you know her from. Yes, 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 yes. That makes more sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank and you. so, yeah, I mean, this wife, this wife, she's also wearing the glasses um, that I had for many, many years. Oh, those very, very small rectangly glasses. Very small rectangly sunglasses. Like sexy, can... like sexy. No, I no, don't. It's they, they kind of were sold for as like sexy, secretary kind of glasses or secretary. Yeah. They're not. Also, no. did you clock the, like the. Like the rockage on her finger? I did not. I wasn't. Holy shit bricks. I, I definitely didn't see that. I was very distracted by the glasses because I was having like flashbacks. You were having flashbacks. I had, those, I had those glasses for like a decade and I will say I didn't get them because I got thought they were sexy. I got them because they were cheap. They were the uh, cheapest yeah. glasses that were available and now I have yeah. glasses that actually look nice on my face, but it was very triggering for me personally. No, for me I was more, holy shit. And I went straight to Titanic where Jack is – you know, saving Rose, and he's like, "Oh, he would have sank right to the bottom when he sees the <laughs> sees the um the the Hope Diamond or whatever it is, the heart of the ocean." So they get to the end of what really happened, mm, yep. which is like she's like, "Yeah, she saw this girl at the end of his bed. It was really weird. She had like red eyes, eyes scary, um, ghosty, but goose. like." It was, it was a nightmare. nightmare. Like it yeah. wasn't real. And then obviously we flip back and we get the version that he's telling Diana, which is that they hugged her goodbye. And she's like, oh, that's really interesting because people saw you breaking, breaking in, in to Tony's his office. Yeah, Tony's office. And then they were like, How about oh, that? well, we, she, we, she let, gave us the key because she needed to get stuff. We know it was wrong. Like it was a crime scene. But, you know, she wanted some, some sort of items and she yeah. really didn't a want A photo them. from Paris. Yeah. And like, you know, a couple of things like yeah. that. They, she was worried we're going to get taken away. And I just, I wonder if this is a real thing. I'm not sure. I don't know for certain. It's not in the Wikipedia, so I don't know. I just realized his name is Anthony Giles, which is a portmanteau of Anthony Stewart Head from, and Giles from Buffy. I'm going to say yes. Surely that's got to be not an Surely accident. that Surely that's a, it's a very rare unique, you know, Frebrochade egg yeah, of an Easter egg. You know a, what I'm saying? It's a bit of a – that's surely that's an Easter egg. I just realised yeah, the, like, transcript yeah, open true. and his name's Anthony Giles. I'm, look, I'm going to say that. Hence Tony. Okay, look, connections are being made. And so they uh, – we now get the real version of what happened in that office. They're mm-hmm. looking around and they see – Breaking in. <laughs> breaking in. They didn't have the key, obviously, <laughs> in the real yeah. version. And they see a piece of paper and it has the word Dana Schulps, which is a name question mark on Printed it. Printed off on – a very like two thousands ink jet printer. Yeah, in very like that. shining. Yeah, it's very. But yeah, they're they're looking around, and I love that Dana's is like like well let's get let's try and find out who Dana Schultz is. Thank you. I was like mm-hmm. I was gonna say Schultz, but that's not correct. Stand on the computer, trying to break in, and you know they've they've brought out they're trying to find they can't find anyone who fits the description in the last fifty years. Dead or alive, um, mm-hmm. don't know who this woman is, mm-hmm. clash maybe man, don't know. Um, and then on the glass, how very 2000s of like 
a work desk being full glass. Mm-hmm. It is a choice. It is a design choice. I hate those tables. Yep. Like my very first job was working at one of those tables. Like the frosted glass table mm-hmm. with the black, like, legs and stuff. It was, oh, I hate those desks. Yeah. Because you'd always bump it. And I was always afraid that I was going to break it by putting something, like if someone put something on my desk, I'm like, please don't, it's going to shatter. Um, well, I think, I don't know. Have, I'm, I'm sure I've told this this story to you personally before, but growing up um, when I was a child, we mm-hmm. had a glass dining table, which yeah. is the most unhinged, dangerous yeah. thing because you could pop it out as well. Like you could pop the ah. glass. So it had like, it was like metal uh, around the edges and then metal legs. But you could pop the middle out, presumably, so you could like wash it. Yeah. Um. And so that was our dining table when I was a child because it was the '90s and child safety wasn't important. No. And and we child had, safety was don't run around the dining room table. But we would like kick it with our feet, like we'd pop it out with our feet. Yeah, it's not dangerous. Yeah. So I mean, un unhinged, unsafe behavior. Yeah. But I will say it lasted. It lasted until like we got rid of it in like the early 2000s. So, so I mean, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. With yeah. The, with it. <laughs> You know, use that. Don't do, don't do it. It's very dangerous, dangerous to have a time. glass dining table with children. But like, yeah, it, it it didn't. It never shattered, even though we were wow. using it for a dining room table. Isn't that the most nineties thing you've that ever? That's the most nineties sentence you've ever said to me. Um, but yes, and then we see some very dirty, like greasy mark, mm-hmm. and Sam with the most <gasps> yeah. breaths. Again, we're reading about this Danish shops person mm-hmm. is. A lead, potentially. Yes. And so they obviously identify that there's no so, no person in Dana, named Dana Schultz, which mm-hmm. is really weird. Sam is trying to break into Tony's computer. Dean gets bored because Cooking he's like, oh, tongue. it could be maybe like another 30 minutes to break in. And Dean, I, at this point, I feel like has ADHD because he cannot mm-hmm. sit down for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Sam's just like, must you? Which is me. Like, that's definitely a sibling. Like, that's definitely siblings. Like, one is always yeah. the focus one. And then you've got the other sibling who was just like, no, I'm bored. Yeah. And it's been like two minutes. Yeah. Um, and so this sort of leads us. He went back to Karen's place. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen is murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very upset. She starts seeing things. Like because yes. she's in the castle. She's crying. So you assume she may be watching like a home movie, maybe their mm-hmm. wedding video. We don't see what she's watching. Yes. In her very, very 2000s dated glasses. Yes. And she kept seeing, She, you see, we then get to see as the audience that we see the the shifting ghosts, yeah, quote unquote, and it's a woman in a dress. You don't really see her straight up, mm-hmm. but yes. Then Dean go as this is happening. Dean mm-hmm. is arriving to Karen's house, mm-hmm. and he walks in, and Karen has been murdered, mm-hmm. and he's leaning over her body because he's obviously like shit. She's dead, mm-hmm. and while this was all happening. Karen had called the police Mm -hmm. because she's like, there's someone in my house. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening. Help. And then the phone crackles, flickering lights, you know, normal ooky spooky dooky ghost Mm -hmm. materials. And then she screams. Her printer also starts printing Dana shops over and over again. Again, very shining. And so, of course, this is when the police show up. And, Mm -hmm. um, of course, it looks very, very suspicious that he's there. And, of course, the moment they start digging into who this Dean Winchester Mm -hmm. guy is, immediately becomes incredibly suspicious because yep. he's apparently a dead mm-hmm. and b murdered a woman tortured and murdered a woman in st yep. louis so and i keep saying st louis but it be st louis i think it's st louis okay i think they do say st louis later in the episode okay which was the male cop that was interrogating dean whose name is pete yes we're now back with 
gone through all of these flashbacks of what really and happened versus, real time. Um, versus all of the lies that they've mm-hmm. told. Um, and the two detectives get together and they're like, their stories match up exactly. Like all the yeah. small details match up, which as someone who's a little bit of a true crime buff, I'm like, mm, you want your stories to match up, but you want your stories to be a little bit off because people's memories of things are different. Yep. People's like discussions of things are different. Yep. Um, so you want them to be a little bit off. So their matching up is almost a bit too suspicious. Yeah, it's you a know? too quinky dink. Uh, but that's just me as a true crime buff. That's true. I mean, just think of it like common sense, really. Mm-hmm. Means you've rehearsed it if you can if they're both the same two down like the finer details it's yeah. like man you've rehearsed this something but like on. how they, how could they have rehearsed it i mean well. they have it so but yeah so it's it is very interesting that they they you know their brother esp yeah the brother i was gonna say the espn mm-hmm. and so we've got the male detective um pete he's like nah Guilty as all hell. Yeah, guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. You know, he's he was found at the scene. Yeah. He's got a rap sheet. It's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and Diane is a little bit more, like, unsure. Mm-hmm. She's like, where's the murder weapon? What's um, the motive here? Like, it seems very odd. Like, they've come out of nowhere. Like, it's really, really strange. And uh, then we obviously find we find out that these two maybe have a little bit more of a personal relationship. Mm, a romance, A maybe. romance, maybe, um, rather than just a professional relationship. Yep. Which... I mean, yeah, <laughs> is all I'll say. Yeah, I mean, there's no indication that one of them is superior to the other in terms of their work. Yeah, it's just so. I as well I'll say mm. in that kind of line of work, I feel like it's a bit ooh. So in the meantime, Sam and Dean are both trying to figure out the Dana Schultz thing, trying yep. to figure it out if it's not a name of a person that's lived here who is it an anagram is it a code yeah like what does it mean and in the interim we we meet the local uh the i guess legal aid person Mm -hmm. um to defend both sam and dean Mm -hmm. um because there is potential charges Mm -hmm. that are going to be laid because pete's very hellbound that dean did it all like he killed both tony and karen yeah and so Dean's written down a bunch of anagrams because he thinks maybe Dana Schultz is an anagram. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives it to this legal aid guy and is like, do you recognize any of these names? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what's happening? Like, we need to focus on your case, mate. You get the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you're go- you're going jail. At the very least. Yeah. And you could end up, you know, being. Death row Death row situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we need to talk about this. Yep. And he's like, yeah, look, just humor me. Does any of this look familiar? And he's like, well, no. But he's like, there's no, like, nothing that matches. But Ashland is a place. Like, yeah, Ashland it's a, is a, a street. Is a street. And he's like, okay, cool. Can you give this to my brother? And he writes this little note down. And mm-hmm. he's like, again, we really need to focus like, on yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, yeah, that yeah. you've been accused of murder and you're apparently a dead person. Like, we, we need, need to, to unpack focus. That. Yeah, we need to focus and unpack all this. And I love that Dean's like, yeah, 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 we'll do that in a second. In the meantime, uh, Diana is sitting down. She's typing out, it looks like a death certificate. It looks like, um, like a police report kind yeah. of scenario. Not sure. And then Official it, document. And then we see Dana Schultz appearing over and over and over that, again. And she's not typing this. She's not typing it. It's, again, very, very shining, mm-hmm. um, which obviously Dean references earlier on where he says, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> More famous, I guess, to our generation of being referenced. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, give me the bat munch. I really like, again, like I said, Supernatural really knows how to stunt. Mm-hmm. Because I really like, she didn't come in on an Exorcist episode. That's a little nope. too obvious. But she did come in on an episode that's got like ooky spooky, like Proper strange ooky things are happening, like mysterious things. Yep. And I really appreciate that they picked a good episode for her to come in on. 
Like it's not like a werewolf episode or a vampire no. episode. Like in the same way they obviously got Amber Benson to come in and she plays a vampire. Like I just I just appreciate it. I appreciate yep, the, the casting. The, the stunt casting efforts mm. that they put oh, in. Oh yeah. Because she's leaning in on it as mm-hmm. well and she's Pete's very on his road of like, yeah. Dean did this close case, I'm gonna go have a beer. Mm-hmm. Diana's like, no, there's inklings. She's yes. got inklings and it works really well because Things that are happening are also inklings or yeah. potential signs. Yes. Um, and then, you know, it suddenly glitches and it goes back to normal. We get the message. <laughs> Sam gets delivered the message, yep. which I didn't thank you to the Super Wiki because I hadn't really put all of it together. I did. Because um, it says Hilts, it's a street, Ashlyn McQueen. Um, great Escape. Yes, which is a Great Escape reference because Hilts is. is the character Steve McQueen plays. plays. Yes, correct. And I love this because my parents used to watch old-timey movies, so yes. I knew... First time ever, I knew a reference. <laughs> You're welcome, internet. Um, but yes, uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, because uh, Steve McQueen plays Hilt in The Great Escape. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I just worked that on myself. Oh, yay! Yeah. No internet needed for Cat. So I hadn't put, I didn't put the pieces together. I love The Great Escape. It's such a good movie. I think it's a good Christmas movie, personally, because yeah. it's very, like, and just a, wholesome, but with murder and, and Nazis. And another Simpsons reference, it's... Um, where Maggie, it's like very early season mm-hmm. Simpsons where Maggie goes to daycare because Marge is in, yeah. the, in the play and it's the song where she's trying to break out for the yeah. Great Escape. Again, reference of Simpsons. Like Simpsons, yeah. two reference in this episode. Yeah, and I mean the whole of Chicken Run is just oh, Great yeah, Escape chicken. Oh, with chicken. I don't want to be in a pair. I don't like it. <laughs> I love, oh, I love, oh, I'm going to go watch that stuff. Now. Yeah. That's going to be It's such, yeah, if, go watch Chicken Run, guys. Go yeah. watch The Great Escape and Chicken Run because they yeah. are just like, like the just same Like, watch them deal. together and just have a great camp time. Yeah, just have a great time. I mean, admittedly, yes, it does have Mel Gibson in it, but it's just his voice. So it's just his voice. His I mean, face. play, and so play animation. Sam works out. He's, you know, he gets the message. He yeah. understands what it means. He understands what it means on many a level. And in the meantime, Dean has created a distraction because he is allegedly going to confess. Um, I love that everyone's cramming in in like mm-hmm. the the interrogation room but also like the watching the viewing of the interrogation room yeah this is just quintessential dean yes he's he's gonna give them a performance oh he's giving him all of the performance you know he tells them that he's an aquarius he enjoys sunsets long walks on the beach and frisky women frisky women i frisky wish he had women is i kind of wish he had winked i wish he had kind of like winked like kind of sexy wink because i'd be like oh yeah you dirty dog but also loved it and then, of course, he does not confess to the murders. No. He says he does. He didn't kill them, but he knows he did. We think it's a vengeful spirit. Yeah, I love that he just gives like this great exposition of yeah. This and it's, but it's, it's all the truth. Like it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, as as the audience, we're like, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. Dean, get it. But everyone else is like, your cocoa banana pants. Yeah. And so he does this whole confession, which they obviously think is nuts. For us, it's all the truth. You know yep. that he thinks it's a vengeful spirit. That both Karen and Tony saw the spirit before they were murdered. Yep. And that they has something to do with Dana Schultz, but they think it's sometimes an anagram. It's not, you know, it's a place. Tr- communicating through the veil can sometimes mess things up. And it'd be hard. And, oh, by the way, yes, his face did kill someone in St. <laughs> Louis, but it was actually a shapeshifter. I love that. No, I'm just like, at that point, Pete's lost his cool. Yes. And has thrown him up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And Diana comes in and is like, hey, calm it down. Like, testosterone is high. Maybe a little bit of foreshadowing about Pete's overall ability to keep his cool. Yes. I mean, as Megan would say, pop a pin in that. Pop a pin in this um, exchange. Bad policing behavior. Yes. This. Um, I mean, 
this was written so many years ago and obviously these days we have very different mm-hmm. perspectives mm-hmm. on policing. Obviously this is not acceptable policing. No, at any any point of history. No, but, you know, it's yeah, yeah. The, the good cop, bad cop thing was a little bit more accepted at the time. Yes, so, it was. And we're... Just, a quick, just a quick aside of like, hey, definitely not condoning. Nope, definitely not. And um, I don't appreciate this dynamic either. No. I, yeah, I mean, rewatching it this time as well, I didn't like the dynamic of them having a relationship, relationship. because he clearly had a differential, at least in – like like I said, I don't know that they're superiors necessarily. I don't know if it's necessarily wrong, like I said. But, like, there was something about it this time around that I was like – Yeah, there's, I don't I don't think it really added anything really. I mean, besides the – like it, 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 For plot purposes, well, is, it exists. It, it exists. And I think it could have just been done because it could have been a very – and we'll get there. We're going to get mm. there, guys. But I think it could have been a bit more like um, SUV with um, Stabler and Mariska Hargate, whose character name I can't remember. Same here. I'm just like, and I, I, I love it. Elliot? SUV. No, that's his name. No, it's Elliot Stabler and <laughs> I don't remember Maris- Mariska Hargate, who was just a. Yes, yeah, where it's kind of got like a lot more tension to it. Something maybe it's stable. And I'm like, I can, I can literally name like Munch. I can name like Ice T is there. Um, <laughs> the Detective Tutuola. I can remember that, but I can't remember her. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This is gonna bug me. SUV. Olivia Benson. There we go. Fuck me. Benson or Stabler and Benson or Benson yeah. and Stabler. Like that relationship. Yes, there was over a long period of time. Yeah. There was some, you know, clients, but they were very close partners. So. It would have been better if they were more like set up more like close partners because they worked together through. Because mm. we find out they've worked in other departments together, yeah, and they've been now transferred to homicide. So yeah, it would have been better that way than the relationship. But again, that's it's it's a but, small it's yeah. a small thing. Yeah, for plot purposes, it exists. It exists. I Let's, did find it a bit icky this time watching it. Yeah. I was like, I don't like this power dynamic at all. No, um, I, I just think it would have been good if they were just good cop, bad cop, and they have worked. You know. They, you know, they met after they both met, and after. maybe they had some like tension. And yeah. again, we don't have enough time again. for it. But I just think there's just something about it. The power yeah. differentials made me a bit grossed. Yeah. But obviously, now that they've had alleged confession that turned out to be truthful, truthful, like, truthful but for nonsense the in the real world. Yep. We obviously cut back, and Sam has made his own personal great escape. Okay. Which they find really hard to believe that he escaped. But obviously, for us, we're like, well, you know, that's actually great. Um, yeah, because it works. And then, of course, Diana picks up on the references of Hilts and McQueen. She's yep. like, Hilts is Steve McQueen's character in The Great Escape. Yep. Like, this was planned. Yep. They planned this. They planned this. She then goes to the bathroom and we get, like, proper ooky spooky, all very practical effects, like, all of the hot taps start turning on so it all starts steaming up. She starts seeing Dana Schultz, like, written in on the, the mirrors, yep. And I, all looked really good because it was all very, like, practically done. It was yep. a lot of CGI. No, there was no CGI. Well, there was some CGI, but it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't the swarm. It yeah. wasn't the swarm from season one. But, like, I love that she's gone in there to, like, just, like, catch her breath and, like, alone. To, like, catch, like, to catch up to what, like, the, the, the story is moving quite quickly. And I love that she's gone in the bathroom, which gives us the opportunity for her to then, for this exchange to happen mm-hmm. with like, yes, ooky spooky, flickering mm-hmm. lights, taps being turned on, the hot setting, seems rising, mm-hmm. Dana Shops is being scribbled on a mirror. And then when she turns around, mm-hmm. we're confronted with the most like, oh, whoever did the makeup and the costuming. Yes. You did you, you did a good thing. It's a scary ghost. Like I was kind of like, oh. I was just like, oh, 
Because, you know, we, we're seeing a throat slit and mm-hmm. it's quite... It's like bubbling blood. Yeah, and she just... But when she's, like, obviously Diana is scared, mm-hmm. which, correct response, but we get the sense that Diana Shelps is not... Or Dana Shelps is not there to hurt her. Yeah, and also this isn't Dana Shelps. So then we obviously cut back. She goes in to talk to Dean and is like, so about all those insane things that you said before, mm-hmm. what if they weren't as insane yeah. as what you were Tell saying? Tell me, spin me a yarn. Yeah, because at first, of course, he he's kind of joking like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you you know, the investigation did like did mm-hmm. weird sort of, you know, magazines, like yep. it's all stories. Like he's like, oh, you know, I made that up. And he's, he's Yeah, like, it's all stories, you know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well. What if I don't think it was a lie? Yeah. And then he notices that she has bruises on her wrists mm-hmm. and he's like, Where did you get those from? She's like, I don't I don't know. No, and I they I just went to the bathroom essentially. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay. And so he's suddenly like, oh, okay, so you've seen the spirit. Yeah. And he's like, I would bet that those he's like, those marks were also on Karen's wrists. Mm-hmm. I would say if you looked at Giles, it would be like Tony, yep. I bet it would be the same for him too. Yep. Because sometimes that happens with ghosts. Sometimes vengeful. Who are vengeful that they'll make things that happen to them appear on your body as well. Yeah. And he's like, you need to go speak to Sam. This is how you find him, which is look up the first motel in the phone book because that's how we locate each other. Um, and so then it cuts to her going to speak to Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam, of course, goes into like Sam, like, save save the the damsel mode distress, yep and is trying to figure out what's going on he's like yeah she was you know this woman she was really pale her throat was cut it was like she was trying to talk to me but she couldn't because mm. her throat was cut he's like well i'm trying to investigate anyone who ever died or went missing in in ashland like i'm trying to figure out yeah who that, this girl could be because yeah, on, her name's not dana like, yeah we know that much it's all we know is the location it's a street mm-hmm. what's happened on the street yeah and i do like that he's got all these like crime scene photos and like booking reports and she's like how do you have all this and he's like eh, it's yeah. my job yeah it's my job like it's my job i also love it it's give me very much um charlie from um always sunny in philadelphia with like the red like yes like, you you know the picture guys yeah you know the meme you know the meme it's very much that but yes and he has a bunch of photos he's like these are all the girls who have gone missing which one is it and he's she's flicking through and she's like, like and i love that he's been able to get like actual crime like like mm-hmm. um, when you obviously have committed a crime, you get a photo taken. So it's these photos and not yeah. just like random photos of women in like. like just... I guess if they're missing people. True. Um... There could be some <laughs> untowards behavior that they have, may have committed in their past. Yes, true, true. Um, and she points out a girl and her name was Becca. Um, mm-hmm. She disappeared about eight or nine months ago. And the reason that they have a booking photo, she was arrested twice for dealing heroin. Mm. Um, and this is where we find out her and Pete used to work narcotics before. Yep. They worked in homicide, so it's kind of all coming together, link, linking in together. So she was last seen in Ashland on this street. They can't fight. Then, then she disappeared, mm. um, and so he thinks maybe that's where her body is if yep. she is the vengeful spirit. And so they're gonna salt and burn her bones. And yep. she was like, "What? Great." <laughs> She's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yep, that's what we gotta do. Vengeful mm-hmm. spirits and stuff. Gotta make sure they're real dead." Mm-hmm. And so they go into. Um, this creepy building. This creepy building. This creepy abandoned building. All I just needed was like a black feral cat jumping on one of that, that abandoned car yep. to make it real, like mm-hmm. drive home. That it's 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 not a place to be. Yeah. And they're investigating. The ghost shows up again, um, but she seems to be trying to speak to Diana. Yeah, like because um, Sam's gone upstairs. Mm-hmm. 
and Diana's walking around the bottom. She's all holding the tiniest flashlight, might I point out. Mm-hmm. Very tainty. And yeah, she Claire appears very quickly and very suddenly and is very like pointing at her. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's not great. <laughs> she's so screaming she's, Sam. She's screaming Sam. Sam comes in. She's she's gone again. The ghost is gone again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're investigating more and they figure out what Dana Schultz mean, which is that it is um, Ashland and then SUP, which is the start of Supplies which is the name of this warehouse or this shop, like where mm-hmm. they are, like maybe it's some kind of like, abandoned, like factory potentially. Yeah. Or like a hardware store or something yeah, like that. But cause she was pointing, but it mm-hmm. actually turns out she was pointing at a window. Yes. And there was like some shelves and they've moved it and they've read it backwards and it mm-hmm. makes, it spells essentially. Yeah. Dana Shelps. Yep, Dana Shelps. Cause it should say Ashland supplies, but you can only see the SUP of supplies. Um, and so that Sam, triggers Sam to be like, okay, if this is what she's looking at, then her body maybe is in the wall opposite. And mm. so they get her body out. But how they get that is he brings out the EMF reader yep. and then, uh, Dana, sorry, Diana is like, what's this? <laughs> and he's just like, look, it it's like a reader. If, if she's here, mm-hmm. it should give off a reading. And she's like, oh, so if her body's behind that wall, it should go off. And he's like, essentially, that's the hope. Yeah. And as he gets close to the wall, it goes, meow, 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 meow. Mm-hmm. and he's like, yep, I guess she's here. Knocky, knocky on the wall. That's mm-hmm. been bricked up. Uh, and and Sam's like, you know, something's, something about this is kind of weird. And Diana's like, well, you're digging up a corpse. <laughs> you want to salt and burn it. So, and he's like, no, that's all kind of normal. He's like, it's just not normal for ghosts to basically like, Mark, X marks the spot where their body is because yeah. they don't want it to be burned. Yeah, they don't want to die. Or mm-hmm. they don't want to die-die. Yeah. So they get her body out. It's, you know, been wrapped juicy. Up. Um, <laughs> Very mummify-ish. And, you know, she's clearly got the same marks on her wrist, maybe her from arms, being bound. Yeah, it looks like they've been in the position she's passed away in. Mm-hmm. Her hands are over each other and they look like they've been bound. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not in a great shape. Also, I love that they put a wig on this. Um, I was like, it made me giggle because it reminded me of like the girl Gremlin where, mm-hmm. where she's dressed up and she's got the yes. wig. It just, it just gave me the, I was just like, this is so funny. And I don't know why it's so funny. Sorry, death is not funny, but that. Uh, putting a wig on a fake corpse. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Gremlins. It was great. <laughs> and then Diana notices a necklace, an she- unusual oh, custom necklace. From a Carson Street or from something? From a place on Carson Street. Street. And she's like, um, and Sam's like very like, okay, that's weirdly specific. specific. Like oddly specific and very detailed. Yeah. And she's like, I've got the exact same one. Pulls it out from what she's wearing. And you're just like, that is a hideous necklace. It's not very cute, but, but she's like, Pete gave it to me. And so obviously we've and already. And Sam is like, oh no. <laughs> and so Sam realizes the reason that they've been able to find her body, the reason they've had all these clues, like mm-hmm. pointing to them, the reason Diana is seeing her over and over is she's actually a death omen she's not a vengeful spirit no so she was actually trying to warn tony and warn karen that death was coming but she actually didn't kill them no because that's not her her mo at the moment mm-hmm. it's not to kill but to warn and so sam's like well how how well do you know your partner um you obviously maybe know him mm. in a biblical sense yes but how old do you know? And apparently about a year ago, a um, a block of heroin had gone missing 
from the lockup. So it was obviously an inside job, job, but they never found who had done it. And they would have had to sell it. They would have had to fence the product. And that would have probably led them or maybe led them to someone like Claire, a drug dealer, mm-hmm. to to sell. And suddenly it seems like Pete might be the suspicious party. Yes, because they then moved into homicide soon after. Yes. Mm. And we've already seen that he has uh, maybe some temper issues. Yep. Maybe he's not the most stable of individuals. Yeah. Um, and we now to... A van. A van, which is, um, for some reason, Pete's decided he will personally transport Dean to St. Louis. On his own. Which is only wildly suspicious. Yeah, I love Dean in the back. And yeah. He, and Dean, Dean is not dumb. Mm-hmm. Dean's like, I am picking up what you're putting down and what you're putting down is a lot mm-hmm. crazy. And I love that he's just like, well, this is not great. Because Dean's being his you know, cute, sassy self of, mm-hmm. you know, witty repartee. And then he's kind of, and Pete's giving him nothing. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, well, God dang, this is yeah. not good. Dean is very suspicious. He's like, Hans, you're a detective and you're taking me personally to St. Louis mm-hmm. at two o'clock in the morning. An eight, eight, 800 mile trip, might point out. Yes, which God knows what that is in kilometers. Yeah. Far? Very far. I'm going to say probably over a thousand. So probably like from here to Sydney. Yeah. So. Whoa, that's a long way. So only wildly suspicious. Only, you know. It's a little sus. But it's okay. Sam's all over it. Sam's like, well, they would have, if it's a county vehicle, it would have a low jack on it. So it would have a tracking that you just need to turn on. Exactly. So what happens Sam is. Sam knows uh, what's up. Yeah, Sam knows what's up. Because essentially after Dean's like, well, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. We flick, we, we flick, we flack back. We flick back to Diana. In a, obviously they're in a cop car, um, like a detective car. So like an unmarked car. Mm-hmm. And Diana's driving and she's like, oh, my God, oh, this is all coming. All pieces are being put together. Mm-hmm. And she's tried to radio. She's radioed to the police station, like the Baltimore police station. They can't find Pete. Pete just walked in, grabbed Dean, put him in a, in a like, checked him out and said, he has to go back to St. Louis. Like, immediately he's been extradited back there for his crimes. Um, and the station has been trying to contact Pete. He is not answering. And Sam's like, oh, shit. And that's where we get the low jack. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 working it out like they're working they're pissing they're working quick smart to find out where they're going mm-hmm. um, or where they're really going exactly and then we flick back to this scene mm-hmm. so Pete pulls over he gets Dean out he's clearly getting ready to kill Dean Dean um, is like you know I love that he when he pulls up he's like oh a pee break already yeah <laughs> you might want to see a doctor about your prostate. I love that comment because it's so sassy. And then mm-hmm. when the car or when the van pulls off into this like shrubbed area of like seclusion and mm-hmm. Dean is just like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Shit. But I always, I do appreciate De- Dean's always kind of sass in the face of danger oh, sort yeah, of like, attitude. Yeah. Pee break over. Like that was, mm-hmm. it was great. But I love that he's also trying to be like, haha, this don't scare me. But then like the son of a bitch was like, oh, dang. Uh, but it's okay. Diana shows up to save the day with Sam. Um, she's got her gun on Pete. and Pete's we get, got his gun on, on, on Dean. Yeah, and we get the full story, which is that, yes, he did steal the heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, he used Tony as a lawyer um, to help scrub it, so to help launder it. Yeah, because um, he also got some money out of it. And he uh, assumes... Claire, so Claire got skittish after the deal, and obviously him being a cop, he would be in a lot in of trouble. trouble. Um, so he killed her. 
He then killed Pete because Pete was getting skittish. No, no, you mean you ki- Pete killed Tony. Oh, yes, he then killed, killed Tony. Tony. Sorry. And then this part made me mad. It was like, <laughs> oh, and then she's like, why'd you kill Karen? Oh, I assume because, you know, she's married to Tony. that like she just knows why she had to go. It's like, what? Yeah. He's like, of course Tony would have told her everything. He's like, did you know that? Like, Did you know that? And that's what made me mad. I was like, you're a dick. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've established, we've established he's his a, dick behavior. He's yeah. a, he's a killer for very little, like for little. one block of prof- heroin. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of money, but, but we're not, not like, talking like. It's not like I watched Wolf of Wall Street last night and they made like $22 million off like shares within like three hours. Yeah. That you can go, sure. I mean, not sure, but you know what I mean? Like, sure. sure. But like the value, what, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe just under a mil? I don't know. I don't know drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have this showdown. Uh, Diana shoots um, Pete. Like, may- like wings him, essentially. And it takes him down initially, and she's sort of mad about it, but clearly she's trying to do the right thing, the police mm-hmm. thing of taking him in, of, like, mm-hmm. prosecuting him, yep. um, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And then, of course, he attacks her, and so she has to resort she to, gun. Yep. Um, after a bit of a tussle, she resorts to killing him just as he sees the death omen. He sees Claire. Yeah, um, because he turn he gets up to shoot her, mm-hmm. and then obviously Claire rocks up, mm-hmm. turns around, and is distracted, and mm-hmm. we get the greatest like scene of just a bullet coming through his chest. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, and so we now cut to sort of the following morning. Yeah, later that a couple of hours later, and the she Diana is like trying to sort of reconcile everything. She's like, you know, he confessed to me. I'm pretty well respected. I think this might be enough, but like, I don't know what I can do about the murder charges in St. Louis for you guys, because like, yeah, that is that I don't like, I can't make that go go away. away. Yeah. Be Um, be warned. But then she's like, unless I turn my back and I never see you again. And which they take her up on, obviously. I love it. Dean's like, yeah, no worries. And Sam's like, are you sure? And Dean's like, oh, well, 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 she's She's sure. sure. She's sure. She's sure. Let's, let's, let's get out. And I love this part of her going, I feel better knowing that you're out there doing what you do best. I love that line because it sounds. Like it's a, it's a it's a nice delivery. It's like someone yeah. who's a little bit older, like an, an older woman. It felt like very mum. Like I'm yeah. proud of you. Kind of. I got. I think you're reading, I'm reading way into that too much. I was like, nice. oh, you're so nice, <laughs> so lovely. I I kind of liked the idea of her being like she's seen she's seen the other side, side yeah, but she's also seen the people that fight it. So I didn't quite get that much out mm. of their very brief relationship together. But I (laughs) projecting it all, maybe. Oh, look, maybe, (laughs) maybe, maybe. Also, you know, I write the stories that no one asks for. Yeah, you, you, you dig, you dig, you dig in. Um, and Mm. so she, she lets them go. Um, she tries to get them, tries to warn them against getting their car back. (laughs) I love this. They're incredibly distinctive Impala. It's on Robertson Street, but don't go down there. And Dean's like, we won't. And you're just like. Baby's coming with them. Like, yeah. he's not leaving baby again. No, he 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 promised her. He, he promised, promised her. Like, he promised. I just like, because, like, even even if this is your first time watching it, mm-hmm. by now you know he's going to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's, he's already in the car. And so we get them walking away while she's sort of radioing mm-hmm. everything in. And we get, I think this is totally, okay, I think today in 2021 this is unnecessary. I feel like in 2007, probably by that stage, they hadn't, White worked out the obsessiveness of the fan base that they yeah. were like, don't worry, we know it's Linda Blair. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, we. I think we'll see that in later seasons. Yes, they're like we don't we don't need you to telegraph this. But yeah, this, we like, don't need you to ham weird, it up. Weird ADR of Dean being like, yeah, I'm really hungry. I could just go some pea soup, which. For anyone who doesn't know, in yep. The Exorcist, obviously we're talking 70s, like, special effects. There was no mm-hmm. CGI. Um, and so, yeah, so she had to, like, chew up and throw up pea soup. And that's a very sort of famous way of getting that, like, kind of green, like... Yeah, vomit. Vomit coming out. Um, so that's obviously, a, like, a being like, by the way, guys, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, whereas, obviously, I feel like these days people are like, oh, don't worry. I already Googled before the end of the episode. I know who Linda Blair is. Like, Which is exactly what I did. Exactly, yeah. like exactly what you just said i did yeah. i really enjoyed this episode it i loved great. having just like a monster of the week i loved having a really like was fun light. special guest mm-hmm. star you know i really i really at this point especially from all the episodes we've just had mm-hmm. it's nice to have something you know that you, it's a little morsel of light yes like definitely. don't get me wrong there's stuff that's happened but it's not the main story arc of the season yeah it was just a nice little monster of the week yeah like a fun sort of not even a cameo like special guest star she got special guest star status yeah it was great um and i just really appreciated it i really enjoyed this episode i didn't take many notes because i was just kind of having a fun time yeah it was great like i watched it this morning like eating my asahi bowl when my am you know sipping my coffee and going this is this mm-hmm. is great this is like this is perfect like morning like this is like n- this is easy watching yes and still being entertained yes and, you know, and it's good because the last few episodes <laughs> that have been <laughs> intense and we've had a lot to talk about and a lot to discuss. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It's good to have a little bit of a palate cleanser. Yeah, a little bit of a palate cleanser where we don't have to say generational trauma is a thing, guys. Yes. That's been nice. We get like, the you know, some really campy, like The Great Escape, you know, mm-hmm. some like, older references. Like, it's just a nice peppering of like, it's a great morsel of just lightness and it's mm-hmm. just enough. To make you go, thank fuck we're not dealing with, you know, mind rape or and mm-hmm. stuff like that. This is great. Fabulous, yeah. guys. Um, anyway. Anyway. So, I mean, we're we're actually getting, like, season two has some really great episodes. We're just getting into some mm-hmm. of my favorites. Oh, same. Where we're getting we're getting into a bit of a run of really fun ones. Oh, yeah. Um, next yeah. episode. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. Follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow. You can send us an email and we will talk about pod at gmail.com um please leave a rating i think spotify has just inter- introduced ratings for podcasts oh cool excellent um, so if you want to go over there and leave us a rating a good one if you could that would be amazing yeah, that'd be fabulous um tell a friend tell a work colleague tell yeah. a tell a family member because we're heading into that christmas period yeah tell i mean this some... episode will come out well after christmas at this point because i'm a but... bit behind on the the old editing um, I got taken out, taken down a little bit by my second Pfizer jab, uh-huh. um, which meant that I- yeah, it meant that Megan was um off, and I'm I've established I am talent who mm-hmm. sometimes moonlights as sometimes editing. Yes, Instagram. Yes, not podcast. Yeah. Um. So not this will yet. come out well after well after. But you know, in in Australia, we're still very much in summer season. We're mm-hmm. still very much in barbecue season. You might oh, be yeah. catching up with people, um, safely. I hope. Um, very safely. As we. Get navigate into, our new yeah our new normal head into season 17 of COVID. yeah um we <laughs> we thought it would be a short run you know contained limited series and now we're we're heading into i think someone described it as with very gray's anatomy where it's just like it's yeah. still going I that have, show's still on the air yeah it's um, very much days of our lives <laughs> yes where it's just neighbors like home ep- away <laughs> season 42 yeah yeah um, so it's like for so, fuck's sakes yeah i mean so whenever this comes out who knows i have no clue 
Uh, I hope you are safe and well. Mm-hmm. Hope um, you had a good season. I hope you had a good uh, holiday break, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like for you. Yep. Um, I hope, hope you ate food. That was amazing. Yeah. I hope if you felt safe and capable and able to, I hope you hugged people that you loved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's anyway. It's it's the Merry Christmas and bright. season. Merry Look, and bright. It's the Christmas season for us. We're right. We're recording this just before Christmas, so clearly I'm, I'm in like Christmas mode. I am also in Christmas mode. Um, yeah, but I don't also like aircon, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, in the meantime, stay safe and you're going to die up there. Bye, guys. Bye.